Welcome to WGWG.org. I'm Nikki Bliss Carroll, and I'm joined in the studio today by Jill Blank. She's a student here at Gardner-Webb University, and she is serving as a communications intern at our office. And by Cindy Wallace, she serves as the director of the Counseling Center here at Gardner-Webb. And we're going to be discussing an event that's coming up pretty soon in just a few weeks, the National Eating Disorder Awareness Week, sponsored by the Counseling Center and Cindy Fill-in-the-Blanks. Uh, yes, we. it is sponsored by the Counseling Center and the 5K that we are sponsoring, the Everybody Knows Somebody 5K, uh, is co-sponsored by FEMA, which is the Physical and Health Education Majors Association. Uh, their um, advisor is Dr. Shauna Snyder, and so they are very much involved in putting together a race because obviously we have a staff of three, <laughs> three counselors, and so uh, having them help and co-sponsor with us is just a great asset and so uh, they do a lot of work to help us put on the race. That's wonderful and we'll talk in a few minutes a little bit about how that connects to the overall view and and kind of important focus of the Awareness Week. Great. But just to kind of sort of fill in the blanks for people that might not know about this event or why it's important, what is National Eating Disorder Awareness Week? How many people are involved around the nation, and and why has Gardner-Webb made it something that is important to take part in? Uh, It is a national uh, week that is uh, probably all over the United States. Different colleges and universities, as well as other organizations, will take part in Eating Disorders Awareness Week. And it is just to bring awareness to uh, disordered eating of all different types, Um, And it's especially important to us because this is something that we see that typically uh, ranges in the ages of, say, 12 to 25 uh, are the ages that where we see this most prevalent. And so, of course, that falls, college students fall right in there. And so that's why it's very important to us. And uh, we want to bring the awareness here to not only our Gardner-Webb community, but to our larger community uh, because we know that it, you know, is facing middle school, high school students are dealing with this as well. And so we have the unique opportunity of being here in this area so that we can not only bring the awareness to our community, but to, you know, to the surrounding area as well. Right. Now, there's been a lot in the news, um, you know, in recent years, just about the, you know, you hear about photoshopping images and sort of this perception, you know, always body image seems to be so important. And you hear about celebrities, you know, kind of editing their Instagram photos. I mean, right. going to extremes to make themselves look a certain way. How does that kind of trickle down and affect the mind of a college student? Well, just just by what you said, the media plays such an important role. We, you know, we look at magazines, we're on the internet all the time, we're watching movies and so we see, you know, these perfect people, if you will, uh, displayed there before us. And so it translates to us in saying, wow, that's what I should look like or that's the, the ideal. Uh, when, in fact, we do know there's a lot of Photoshop and we do know there's a lot of enhancing of those uh, images. And so, but our mind doesn't translate it that way. It looks at that and says, wow, you know, that's what I should look like. That's the ideal. That's what everybody thinks is perfect and perfection and so uh, you know then we try to do things that will help us to achieve that and it's not realistic goals for most of us right what are some of the how does how does eating disorders and other mental health issues how does that kind of show up in a college campus what are the things that you all see is it related to uh, some level of controlling um, or a, a way for the student or the person to 
um, manipulate circumstances to where they feel a little bit better about things. Um, help us understand a little bit about what happens mentally when someone's dealing with this. Uh, certainly, it, it will manifest itself that way in showing that we're, we need to have some control. Maybe we feel like that other parts of life are out of control. Maybe we've been in a relationship that didn't end quite like we wanted it to, or uh, maybe it's a family relationship or family issues that are going on or things that have happened to us in the past. And so not dealing with those things and not being able to feel like that we can put an end to whatever it might be, we want to control something in our life, mm-hmm. you know, because all of us like to feel like we're in control. Mm-hmm. And so we will do that through eating. We can control what we take in. We can control what it is that, you know, the number of calories. For some people, they count calories. For some people, it, you know, has to do with weight. It's a number, you know, to achieve this certain number. And what we can, you know, obviously see sometimes in our practice here at, at the university will be a student that might come in and state that they're depressed or they're anxious over things. So, you know, there's other mental health issues that go along that, you know, hand in hand with this. And so sometimes it takes a while to get to the eating disorder or, you know, because there's other things that are showing up and, you know, it may show itself in different ways. Absolutely. Now, you all have helped co-sponsor this event for several years now. What are some of the responses that you have received, either from people who have, you know, maybe participated in the documentary screenings or that have run in the 5K? What are some of the things that you're hearing after these events? Uh, mostly it's very positive, you know, saying thank you for bringing this awareness. I've, I've learned something that I didn't know, uh, you know, through the documentaries, through uh, other events that we've had on campus. They learn how to maybe help someone else. And, and that's really important, too, is to uh, be that hand that lends a hand to someone that says, I care about you and I'm concerned and learning how to do that. And so we've had, you know, different um ways to show others that we care and that we can help them through this situation. And I think just bringing the awareness and bringing it out, you know, eating disorders are one of those things that people like to keep hidden. They don't want anybody to know. And so bringing it out, talking about it, allows people to say, this is what I'm going through, or this is what I've noticed. And so we think that's extremely helpful as well. Certainly. Do you find that the students who are sort of facing some of these struggles have had experiences where they've been bullied or picked on in particular physical areas of their, um, you know, that that relates to their body image? Or because I'm thinking about the the anti-bullying campaigns, but typically bullies notice physical characteristics of people and sort of pick out on some of those things. Absolutely, because that's what we can see. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's right before us. And so we can see and, you know, if someone, you know, maybe a little overweight or underweight or whatever, you know, and if someone points that out or if someone has made fun of them for that or, uh, you know, that that again is going to translate internally, you know, how can I take care of this? What can I do about that? What, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that person. We're all individuals and everybody's different. And so we don't want everybody in the world to look exactly the same. And so we can't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but understanding that. And so, you know, when we hear those messages, they tend to stay with us for a long time. You know, if you think about it, if you've ever had anything negative or anything, anybody's ever criticized you for anything, you know, whatever it might be. You tend to hear that over and over and over mm-hmm. for a long time. And so it's, you know, bringing that to the forefront and dispelling that and saying, 
you know, that was one person said this. That doesn't mean that it was true that, you know, let's look at this and let's dissect it and take it apart and see what the real truth is underneath it. Yeah, that's really good. That's good. I'm going to let Jill ask a couple of questions. She is a student here at Gardner-Webb and um, kind of is going to bring a few questions from the student perspective. Great. Hey, um, I know there are several events going on for National Eating Disorders Awareness Week here at Gardner-Webb, and could you just tell me what some of the ways are that students could get involved? Absolutely. Um, Throughout the week, um, leading up to the 28th of February, which is the race, and we'll talk about that in a moment, but uh, we have some other events. We're still finalizing some of those plans, and we'll put that out, but one of the um, things we're very excited about this year is we've connected with Southern Smash, uh, which is an organization that is was developed by a, a woman who had actually gone through eating disorders inpatient treatment uh, here in North Carolina and um, is in recovery. And she has put together this organization and they do a lot of really neat things to bring uh, more awareness and to just put it out there in front of everybody. One of the things they do is, you know, we, we will have balloons where you can write down that number that you, you know, whatever that weight is you've always thought and you just let it go you know let go of that uh we'll also have some that this is kind of neat and fun i hope it will be uh they actually have sent or will be sending us scales actual like scales that you would weigh on and we're going to smash them with hammers (laughs) and get rid of you know get rid of the scales we don't need to be you know uh looking at our life based on what a scale says that that's just so not even a part you know of who we are and so we're going to smash those scales up and uh, do some other things like that. And so we're really excited about that um, and looking forward to, and it will probably be midweek on you know, Tuesday or Wednesday of that week. We're still finalizing. Uh, thankfully, Krista Weir, who is in charge of our student activities, has kind of joined forces for that piece of it. And so we're very excited about that. And so we'll be bringing some more to you on that later. And I know sometimes students can feel like they they don't have an impact um, on raising awareness for events such as this, but uh, what are some ways that students could maybe help throughout the rest of the year besides just this one week with raising awareness about eating disorders? Um, I think at any point in time to get involved in, you know, um, getting the message out there, uh, we don't have to limit it to just this one week. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we certainly want students to be aware of this at all times because this is a a problem we deal with year-round. And so I think, you know, just being aware of what's going on around and and reading and, you know, coming to the events that we have planned, the more you learn, the more informed you are, the better able you will be to help not only yourself, but someone else. As a student, if I would see a friend that's struggling with an eating disorder, what are some of the options that are available to me to help her uh, with that struggle? Um. First of all, is just, you know, having a conversation with that person and just saying, you know, I'm not here pointing fingers at you. I'm not judging you, you know, because that's not it at all. It's I'm here to help. And I think a genuine heart will show that, you know, to say I care about you. And I think the other piece is saying I will walk alongside you. You know, I will be glad to go with you to seek out counseling. And if you don't want to do it here at Gardner-Webb, let's go find they have resources that they can refer you Uh, You know, there's other folks that can help. Um, You know, certainly we want to be an asset in the counseling center here, and we do have, you know, lots of things that we can do to help. Uh, We're looking at possibly starting an eating disorders group here on campus. We've done that in the years past. Uh, When Courtney was here earlier, she did that, and uh, it went really well. So we're looking at starting that again. 
Um, and, you know, that's something that you could go with a friend. You know, nothing is as scary as, you know, when you feel like you're alone and you don't know what's going to happen. But to say, hey, I'll go with you and I'll even go to the group with you and I'll learn how to help you and how to be a support system to you. And I think that that's just the most wonderful thing a, a friend could do for someone else. Great job on that, Jill. Those were some fantastic questions. I did have um, a couple of follow-up questions on some things that she mentioned. One of them is a point that, you know, we tend to think of people that struggle with eating disorders as being female, but there are men who also kind of have some issues in this area too. Isn't that right? Absolutely. And what, what we do find is that men are more reluctant to seek out treatment because we think of this as a, a woman's disease if you will. And so raising that awareness that, you know, men do struggle with this as well and that it's okay to come and seek out help as well. So uh, what we just talked about being a friend, you know, would certainly, you know, be good there to say to a male friend that you have, hey, I'll go with you. I'll I'll be a support system. I think that would, you know, be a tremendous help in that area. Absolutely. Now, the theme this year and in the last couple of years has been everybody knows somebody. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they don't know that they know somebody. Right. <laughs> so kind of like what Jill said, what are some ways that we can help not just walk alongside them once they're identified, but maybe help identify that they might be dealing with some of these issues? Right. And I think the more we talk about it, the more we bring it out into the open, uh, I, I think that's the biggest piece is just the awareness that it does exist on a college campus and let's not turn our head and pretend that it's not here. You know, we sometimes think because we're in a very isolated rural area, if you will, that, you know, things like that don't happen here. They do. Mm-hmm. It's very prevalent. And mm-hmm. so, you know, just just putting that out there and saying, you know, we have students who deal with this issue and we want to talk about it. We want to bring it out. We want to make them feel comfortable and coming and seeking treatment and seeking help in whatever way that might look. Right. So just demystifying absolutely, some of that. Absolutely. And then are there any, like if you have a roommate and you notice strange eating habits or, well, I mean, what would be the thing to do? I remember when I was in college, I had a friend who struggled with bulimia and it mm-hmm. was kind of a frightening thing to witness as, you know, a young 20 something and I didn't really know what to do or who to who to reach out to Mm -hmm. Um, just as that person who could serve as a liaison reach out to your friend and then if what what would be the next step well I think you know maybe even before reaching out you know you might want to come in and talk with us and just you know help us let us help you figure out how to go about talking to Mm -hmm. that person Mm -hmm. you know we can you know help you through that process of approaching that person and saying I'm concerned and and doing it in a in a very healthy way. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, originally that might be a way to just kind of calm your nerves down and kind of get you to a point of feeling confident about approaching that person. Sure. Mm-hmm. So the culminating event, the big hurrah, <laughs> right. the exciting week of awareness is the 5K. And so this right. is the third time that the 5K has been offered. Is that correct? That's correct. Tell me a little bit about that and kind of what you guys are hoping this 5K will accomplish and how people can get involved. Uh, we, we're just so excited for this to be our third year, uh, and we've learned a lot in the process, and we think it's getting better each year. So if, if you've, you know, participated before, come and try again. We're going to, we're, we're, we've honed some things there. Um, it will be on Saturday, 
the February 28th. It begins at 9 o'clock. You can pre-register online or you can register the day of. You get a free t-shirt. So that's pretty exciting as well. Everybody, you know, everybody likes t-shirts and things to wear. So uh, we're excited because it does bring the awareness to the community. Uh, We're doing some new things. Of course, our race route will change this year because of the closing of Stadium Drive. So we're going to have a different route, which will be That'll change up. It'll be kind of fun to do something a little bit different with that. Uh, We're actually going to have medals to the winners uh, in each age category this year. We've never done that before, so we're pretty excited about that as well. Um, And so, again, we will have information there about how to help a friend, how to get help yourself. We will have a lot of information that will be available as well. So uh, we're just really excited. We have, uh, in the past, had great uh, response from the community, and so we're hoping they will come in as well and, you know, we'll utilize the services that we have there for Certainly, it. certainly. Um, how would someone go about getting involved with the 5K? Is there a website or some way that they can connect? Uh, yes. With Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a Facebook page. It's Everybody Knows Somebody 5K 2015. Um, and so on there is the link to the registration. There Also, if you would like to volunteer, we need plenty of volunteers as well. And, and that for students, I'm, I'm looking at Jill now, but for students, we can use a lot of help in the volunteers, especially since we have a different route of the mm-hmm. race. We're going to mm-hmm. need more volunteers along the race route to make sure people are in the right place mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And so, uh, and just putting on something like this, you know, we do need lots of volunteers. So the Facebook page, um, you can contact us that way. Um, you can also contact us just by calling our office, you know, um, and or emailing myself or Stephanie or Michael mm-hmm. or even Dr. Snyder, Shauna mm-hmm. Snyder also. Uh, she's actually heading up most of the volunteer coordination. So, um, you know, you can contact her as well. Wonderful. Is there anything else that you can think of that maybe we needed to mention but we forgot to get to? Um, no, not that I can think of, but Wonderful. I just thank you so much for supporting us in this. You know, this is a big event for us, and we put a lot of time and effort into it just because this is something that we're very passionate about and that we are also, you know, again, um, concerned about our students here and all college students, and so this is just a way for us to bring that awareness, to bring it out into the open, and hopefully begin lots of conversations about this topic. Absolutely, and we are 1,000% with you. Thank so you so Thank much. you for being here. Thanks. For Jill Blank, Cindy Wallace, and WGWG.org, I'm Nikki Bliss Carroll.